Hello, you're listening to One Seed at a Time, where you'll hear the gospel with songs, messages, Bible discussions, interviews, and much, much more. And now, here's your host, Odell Turner. Hello, I am Odell, and we are glad to have you listen to One Seed at a Time podcast. Whether you're at home, driving down the road, wherever it may be, that you're listening. We hope that you get something from the Word. And today we're going to do just a little bit different. I'm not going to try to preach today, but I would like to just wish all of our friends and all of our family and different ones that's listening, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, This is a, a, a great time for everyone, mostly everyone. Some people are probably not having that good of a a Christmas, and we really hate that, uh, that people can't uh, uh, have good fortune in their life. Some of it's self-inflicted. Others can't help it. But whatever the reason may be, uh, we pray for you today if if you're not having a happy, uh, merry Christmas and a happy new year. But I do want to read uh, or talk, rather, a little bit about the birth of Jesus. In Matthew, the first chapter in the 18th verse, it begins to talk about the birth of Christ. And I'm not going to read all that, but I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about the story. And if you would like to read it, remember that, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, and you can read all the way through even into the second chapter. It talks about uh, the birth of Jesus. But in the 18th verse, it talks about where Mary uh, finds out that she is going to conceive of a child, and it's going to be a child of the Holy Ghost. And then she tells her husband, Joseph, uh, that that she's going to have this child, and he doesn't want to go public with uh, her and make an example out of her. But then an angel comes to uh, Joseph and tells him, in a dream, uh, that in other words, everything's going to be okay. He's telling that uh, uh, that the uh, son of David, fear not to take unto Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So this angel is given confirmation that this pregnancy is of God and uh, it, everything will be okay. Then In the 21st verse, it says, And she shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And I I just want to share with you today, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, today would be a really great day to do that. This Christmas season that we're entering I couldn't think of a better way, a better gift than accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior today. And I'd like to invite you to to do that. Fall down on your knees wherever you're at. And, you know, I know it doesn't have to mean that you really physically have to get on your knees. I feel like it's better if you can because it just shows the humbleness and your willingness to bow down before the Lord. But if you can't bow down before him, your soul, your heart can make a, a, an effort to bow down spiritually. 
So I, I would pray that you would bow down in some form, some fashion, and accept Jesus today as your Savior. But as we talk about this story, which brings us into Christmas, Christmas is being named after Christ, Christmas, and we definitely do not want to take Christ out of our Christmas. We see so many today that's want to call it a holiday time or uh, uh, just another day, but this is Christmas, and we should always call it Christmas. I've even heard preachers say, this is not the exact time that Christ was born. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure out all the calendars and the uh, Greek and the Hebrew and all the things that uh, go into studying that. And I'm not so sure any man really knows exactly, but uh, according to a lot of people, except, uh, December the 25th uh, is not uh, the birth of Christ's birthday. Let me tell you, folks, in my opinion, and it's my opinion, it doesn't matter. The fact is that we celebrate his birth. And for most part, most people in this country, in the great country of the United States of America, we celebrate Christmas on the 25th of December, and I think that's great. We can do that. But the fact is, he was born. No matter what date it is, Christ was born. And we're reading that here in the King James version of the Bible. And I want to go on just a little bit further. It said that now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Uh, so he he didn't uh, do anything to contribute to this pregnancy. And, and what he was saying there, he, he knew her not. So this was from God, and... Uh, we uh, we all know that story. I, I kind of hesitated to read it because it's kind of a thing we do every year, and people hear it till sometimes they don't want to hear it. But I wanted to share that with you because I'm going to share a couple things with you today that uh, that I just felt really led to do, and uh, I hope that you get a blessing from it. But um, we we just really feel today uh, excited about Christmas. It's a time that I get excited. I've got kids and grandkids, and for you that's got grandkids know what I'm talking about. I love my children, but there's just something really special about grandchildren, and uh, I, I just, uh, I'm excited. I get, I kind of get like a little kid at Christmas time. I kind of think, you know, uh, it's just uh, nothing like it, and I, I want to uh, uh, have Christmas all over. I told someone one time, uh I, I still want Santa Claus to come see me. My wife, she's kind of funny about things. She fixes stockings for all of our family and puts little trinkets and things in it. And believe it or not, every year she fixes me one 
and I can't get it till Christmas morning. And she'll give me my little stocking. And uh, I still love getting my stocking on Christmas morning. Now, in the second chapter, it talks about King Herod. And uh, he's talking to the wise men. And he's hearing about this uh, new king that's been born, a little child. And he's telling these wise men he wants to know uh, just about where this child's at. And he wants to know if he really is uh, in existence. And he's telling them, you need to go out and find this child. And when you do, you bring me back word. And he said, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently uh, for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may go uh, or I may come and worship him also. The wise men came out, and you know the story here in the second chapter. They find a star of Bethlehem. And when they find this star, it's over this young child, uh, the one that we have done read about, that they were to name Jesus. Uh, so they go to this, uh, follow the star to Bethlehem, and that's where they find, that uh, uh, says, when they had heard the king, they parted, and lo, the star which they saw. Now that's in the ninth. Uh, let me let me back up. That's in the ninth verse of the second chapter. If you want to look that up or follow me, when they had found or when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east and before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw, in the tenth verse, when they saw the star. They rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. The 11th verse, And when they were come unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, it tells there that they gave their gifts of gold, frankincense, frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God, in the 12th verse, being warned of God in a dream, that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Now, I just wanted to read that to you because that was the greatest gift that's ever been given to man. When when he was born, uh, someday that he was going to die on Calvary's cross after 33 years of walking upon this earth, and Christ gave his life on Calvary that we could have life. And uh, I just hope this morning, you know, I've not always lived uh, in a good way. Uh, I haven't been really bad. I've never uh, been convicted of any bad crimes, but I, I've done things that I shouldn't have done, and probably some of you have. But today's the day I don't want to think about that. I don't want us to think about it. I want us to think about the good things that God has in store for us. And this Christmas, I pray that you and your family has a great time. Don't take your family for granted. I'm going to read two stories, and I'm not a good reader, but I want to read these stories to you. I, I, I found them, and I just sit, and tears come down my face when I begin to read them. I want to read this first one, moving along quickly. It's called, Tis Better to Give. And here's what it reads like. I knew I was not supposed to be quite so excited. I was too old for that. At age of 11, the oldest of my mom's grown-up girl, I had to keep my cool. I was in middle school, 
after all. But every chance I got when I was alone, I checked each present under the tree. I read each tag and felt every package. I've done that before. I don't know about some of you. Guessing at the contents within. I had examined each gift so often that I could tell you which present went to which person without even looking at the tags. It had been a tough year for my family. Whenever my mom looked over at the tree and scattered presents, she would sigh and warn us, there won't be as much for Christmas this year. Try not to be disappointed. Christmas had traditionally been a time for my parents to spoil us. In years past, the presents would pile up and spill out from under the tree, taking over the living room. I had heard the phrase, giving is better than receiving, but thought uh, but thought that whoever had said that must have been out of their mind. Getting presents was the whole point. It was the reason I couldn't go to sleep on Christmas Eve. And man, I was that boy. I, I, I did not want to go to sleep. My little brother, he'd, he'd want to go to sleep. And I'd, I'd tell him, let's stay up. I wanted to wait and see if I could hear Santa Claus coming uh, in the door. We didn't have a chimney, so we knew he had to come in the door or through a window. And I wanted to hear him come in, and I just wouldn't go to sleep. I'd get so excited. I mean, I'd just get so thrilled that I just couldn't wait for Santa Claus to come. This little girl said that, that she couldn't go to sleep at nights. And on Christmas morning, we eagerly waited in the hallway until Dad told us everything was ready. We rushed into the living room and let the wrapping paper fly. We made weak attempts to wait and watch while other family members opened their presents. But as the time passed, we lost our self-control. Here's another one for you, said Mom. Has she handed me a package? I looked at it, confused. Having spent so much time examining the presents before Christmas, I recognized this one. But it had not been mine. It was my mom's. A new label had been put on it, with my name written in my mother's handwriting. Mom, I can't. And then she said, I stopped by my mother's eager I was stopped by my mother's eager joy, looking uh, her eager joyful look, and looked I could not really understand, a look that she could not understand. Let's see what it is, honey. Hurry up and open it. It was a blow dryer. Thought this might seem but a simple gift. To me, it was so much more. Being an 11-year-old girl, I was stunned in my world were receiving outweighing giving by light years. My mom's act of selfishness was incomprehensible. It was a huge act. Tears filled my eyes, and I thought in disbelief about how much my mom must love me to give up her Christmas so I could have a few more presents. I have always remembered that Christmas fondly. It had such an impact on me as an adult with children in my life whom I adore. I can now understand my mom's actions. I see how she was not giving up her Christmas as I had thought, but was finding an even greater joy in her Christmas because giving 
truly is better than receiving. My mom's simple act meant the world to me. This was from Jan, uh, Jennifer Yardley Barney. And uh, I thought that was just worth mentioning. I thought it was worth reading. And it just really touched my heart. Uh, it is not always about receiving. Uh, I know a lot of us want to get packages and get things, and it is fun getting them. But if you give from the heart and you give someone because you love them, seeing them excited and seeing them get things really does move you. And it's a blessing that you can't buy. It's something you can't just purchase. You can't uh, uh, get it give to you. But when you give to somebody and you feel that feeling that nobody can give to you, it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, I'm just so glad that I have my family with me. I am missing my dad. My dad passed away a little over three years ago, and it seems like yesterday in a lot of ways. And in some ways, it seems like many more years. And I'm really, uh, I, I do want to say this, I, I'm really sad uh, sometimes to think about my dad not being here, wish he could be here with me. But my brother put a, uh, a link on his uh, Facebook account of, I believe his name is Eric Horner. Uh, he's a singer and a songwriter. Uh, he was going to be at their church last night. And he wrote a song, uh, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but something about being home for Christmas. But it was talking about being in heaven, that home, for Christmas. And he talked about his dad had gone on to heaven. I believe it was his dad, but somebody had gone on to heaven. And that, in other words, he was not hurt anymore because they were spending the greatest Christmas they ever had at home. And so I thought about that since I heard him sing that song, and it is beautiful. If you get a chance to look it up on YouTube, I believe his name is Eric Horner, and uh, it's called, I believe it's called Christmas at Home, something like that. But you can uh, go to, I believe it's Christ Community uh, uh, Christ Community Church in uh, West Paducah on uh, their Facebook page. I believe it's a link on there, I believe. So, uh if you can try to find it, if not, if you want to, uh, at the end of this, take down my email and you want that, I'll try to find it and give you a link to it. I want to read another one real quick, another little story. It's called The Christmas Cassette. Now, this one here, uh, about made me cry as well. In June of tw- uh, 2003, I buried my 26-year-old son. The following Christmas was the worst of my life. I was confused with grief to my very core. As I awoke early Christmas morning, I decided to write a few Christmas cards, belated or not. I went to the drawer where I stored the box cards. The drawer would only open slightly. Something was jamming it. The cause of the jam was an unlabeled cassette. I had no idea what was on it or how it had gotten there. I popped the cassette into the player and waited to hear whatever mystery it held. Soon, I heard my own voice in a whisper. I said, it's Christmas morning, and Kyle is still sleeping. Kyle awakens and sleepily comes to the realization that he gets to check the tree. His childish voice goes on to the name his toys from Santa. The last words on the tape 
are both heartfelt and heartbreaking. They are three-year-old Kyle saying, Merry Christmas, Mom. I know my son made this Christmas miracle happen so I could have a smile in my heart that morning. From Connie Owen, South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, I read this story, and I wanted to say this to you. You know, you may have lost a son or daughter, husband or wife, and you may be listening to me. You may have lost a grandfather, grandparent, somebody that may be raised you other than your parents, somebody that means a whole lot to you, and your heart may be just breaking in two and hurting right now during this Christmas time, and I want to tell you something. I don't believe there's anybody out there that misses my their father more than I miss my father. And I know that some of you, are grieving in different ways. Some people cry, some hold it in, some hurt other ways. Some people rebel when they get hurt. Some people just go around in la-la land and they almost don't talk or do anything. Everybody shows different expression on how they feel hurt. And when you lose someone that you really love, someone that means the world to you, (coughs) excuse me, It is difficult because we are flesh. Until we take on that new heavenly body and we go to heaven, we do have to deal with the fleshly man that we're in. And we have to deal with hurt. But there is a Jesus, a Lord and Savior, that will comfort you. He'll send his angels down to wrap their arms around you. And I want you to understand today that if you've lost someone and you're hurting, The Lord will help you get through this time. But if you're out there and you still have your family all intact, don't take it for granted. Love them. Cherish them. I'm not telling you you have to buy them a lot of gifts. You can can go out here and cut a tree down and carve out something and make it homemade. And sometimes in some cases, that's a more special gift than going to the biggest department store and buying them some high-dollar present. I personally had much rather have something made from their own hands give to me. My little, I, I got to where I cry for everything. I, I, I see things and on TV and I cry and I, I kid people and tell them I can watch the weather and just about cry. But when my grandkids give me something, their heart's so innocent and they're so young and they, they don't have a motive for it. They don't want something back or they're not, they're not looking for something from me. They give it to me because I know they love me. And when they give me their presents at Christmas or any other time, birthdays or whatever, but we're talking Christmas today, when they give that to me, it's all I can do to keep from crying. And my dad's gone on, and I'm the oldest sibling, male male sibling left. My mother's here, thank God. I love my mother, and I'm glad she's here. And uh, I got a younger brother, but I am the oldest male sibling left and I feel in a lot of ways it's my responsibility to kind of help keep my family together so therefore when we have Christmas and we eat I try to pray and it really touches me now my prayers feel stronger and more meaningful to me because my daddy's gone and I feel like that that's my responsibility and I, I believe that when I pray Now, I'm more thankful for my family 
Do I have a perfect family? No, we're not perfect. We have our mistakes, and we make our mistakes, and we do things that we probably shouldn't do. And uh, we we try to do the best we can, and some of my family are born-again Christians, and some are not. But we love them. We love all of our family. And it's my prayer and my heart's desire that this Christmas my family will find the Lord if they don't know him, and we can all be in heaven together again someday. And I would pray that if your family's not all together or your family's not all saved, I would pray for you today that God will save your family and you can all be together. I'm going to go off here, and uh, I hope that I haven't bored you. I hope that you have felt something from what I've said today. And I would like to say, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I really do. I love every one of you that listens to my podcast. I love the ones that don't listen to my podcast. But I do want to say this. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. And I want to wish you a Happy New Year in case I'm not back on. It's a busy time of the year for everybody. And also I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from not only me, but my wife and I, my family, two years. Have a very Merry Christmas. Keep God in your life. Never, ever forsake him keep god close to you and if you'll keep god close to your heart and a prayer upon your heart you'll be okay god bless you until the next time we put one of these on facebook and we'll have them on uh uh the podcast program we have them on a, a spotify and um i can't even think i went blank on the other one we have them on a couple couple different uh uh, podcast programs so you just uh, hope you find them and tell your friends about them and tell them to listen to us because that's what we do is we do get ratings and we look at how many people's listening and what state and what town where they're looking from i get a report from that so i know what cities you are what town what state i know if you're even we've got people in australia we've got people in other countries uh i've got people in new york tennessee oklahoma uh, Vegas, there's all kinds of places that's listening to our podcast, and we love to know that. I'm going to tell you right quick before we do go off and have prayer, if you'd like to write to us, uh, again, if you want to know that link, if you can't find it, to I believe it's Eric Horner. If you can't find it, I'll do my best to find it for you and get it to you. you or you want a, a prayer request, you want us to pray for your family or Whatever, you just like to tell us you're listening to our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. That We don't get paid for this. We uh, uh, we elect not to get paid for it. Uh, you can get some pay through the podcast people, but we're not get, getting paid through it. And uh, we we get paid by you telling us you listen and you enjoy our podcast. It's at uh, KY Java 1997 at bellsouth.net. Again, write this down. It's K Y J A V is in Victor A nineteen ninety seven at bellsouth.net and we'd love to hear from you. We're gonna to go to the Lord in prayer. We've got still people that's sick, people at our work that's uh got uh, uh loved ones that's sick. We got some that's had surgeries and things and uh we've got people at our church that's been sick and uh we just want to Go to Lord and for that. We've got people uh, that have other uh, financial problems and things that they're going through. And I want to remember our country. I love this great country, the United States of America. 
uh, although sometimes uh, our government seems to be a little bit unsettled and a little bit uh, off uh, their rocker, so to speak, uh, let's pray for our, our leaders that they'll get God back in things and do the right things for our country. We have a great country, and even as bad as sometimes it may seem today, we still have a great country. Let's pray for our country, pray for our leaders, pray for our churches today because our churches need to get back really preaching the true gospel of God. That's the only way we're going to make it is through the spirit of the Lord. All right, if you want to, you can bow your heads. If you can't, I understand. However you want to pray, however you do it, we're going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for these stories that we had read that, that were true stories that we read about. And, Lord, we thank you for your scripture where little baby Jesus was born. But, Lord, I'm so glad that he's not laid there in that manger, wasn't uh, just stopping at being a baby, but he growed up and walked on his face of the earth uh, doing healings and raising dead and doing all kinds of things and rebuking things, casting out demons and so forth. And, Lord, that one day that they crucified him, Lord, they didn't take his life. As we said last week, he gave his life freely that we could have life. And they nailed him to an old cross, and he laid, sat there on that cross until he gave up the ghost, the Bible said, and then they put him in a tomb, and it still didn't stop there. The old stone was rolled back, and the tomb was opened up. And the Bible says that he walked out of that uh, tomb, and, and they saw him as he walked out, and the Bible said he looked at him and told him, fear not. But when he went, he said, I'll go away, and I'll send a comforter back to you, and was so glad that he'd done that. So it wasn't a, a defeated thing. And, Lord, we know that. We pray and we thank you for uh, what all Christmas is about, but we thank you, Lord, for the way it ended and the way it's going to be. And it's not all ended yet because we know there's still a coming when Christ is going to come back and gather his church. Lord, we thank you so much for everything, for your word. We thank you for this day and this season that we're entering now. As we get ready to enter in Christmas spirit, Lord, and celebrate your birth, Lord, also, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch all of us that's going through this weather advisory. Lord, we're having temperatures that's supposed to be way down below zero with the windshield factor and snow and blowing weather and a lot of things that could happen. And, Lord, we pray that you'll touch our elderly people, our homeless people, Lord, and touch the rest of us, Lord, and keep your hands upon us and protect us during this time of this storm. Take us through Christmas and let us have a, a heartfelt, meaningful Christmas. We ask all this in your name, for we love you with all of our heart, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Until next week, God bless you. We hope that you come back listening to our podcast, and so uh, we could, we'll ask you right now that you'll just tell somebody about our podcast and tune us in.